Okotov, <clears throat> happy Purim. For some of you, that'll be later tonight. For some of us, that's the next day. Either way, there's two days of Purim. <clears throat> Today's daf is daf Tess in Yevamas, and we learn for a four slam for Shlomo ben Rachel, for Yosemas, real ben Chaim Michal, for Loz ben Ruma, and for Eli Nishmas, Pinchas ben Elozer Elimelech Halevi. On uh, yesterday, we already got down about uh, almost two thirds of the way down on Tessamad Aleph. The Gemara there was discussing Rebbe's opinion. We had yesterday, Rebbe doesn't learn out from Aleh Aleh. He doesn't hold that whole drasha about Aleh Aleh to teach me that Yibam does not take place for a sister in law and et cetera from there to the other 14. But rather, he learns it out from Belakach Ulakacha and for Yabam Yibma. So, what does he do with Aleh Aleh? So, he uses it to teach me that where does Bezdin bring a Parham Davashel Sibur? And the Quran Mashiach brings a problem of uh, uh, his power held in only by Dabr Shazarakas That's what he uses it for, and, and the other Kabbalists as well. When you when you have to bring a Khatas, only Dabr Shazdonakars, and then the Shigaso Khatas. The Gemara said, How do you learn out from? He learns out this, so Rebbe learns it out from the, uh, this Russia. It says, No, the Khatas and it says, Alea by sister in law, which is an erva, which is Donakars, Shigaso Khatas. That's what it teaches me. Also, you bring a Khatas only when it's went on, from there, from Saam, and why did, and what about for individuals? Because it says, uh, it says there, Vavmos um, Rishon, says and we learned it out from there. The Rabbana, and how do they know that whole thing? So they learn it out, the Gemara said, because it says, Rabbi Yeshua told his son, Torah there's one Torah, and then it says right after, if you do Avodah Zarah on purpose and you are Chayv's donor cars, so there it talks about Nefesh, any individuals, and then you learn out the Tzibur from there because it's above most of the the other way around, and Tzibur, Bishar Mitzvah, how did they know? Because it's that was all what we got up to yesterday, about two lines, two thirds of the way down. The Gemara says, Rebbe, hi, Torah, Achas, What does Rebbe do with that drasha of Torah, Achas? We just explained the Rabbanan know Rebbe's drasha, that has to be in all the cases, whether it's Kain Gadol, or whether it's the uh, Bezdin, or whether it's individuals. Uh, they learn that out from, uh, uh, learn out from, uh, from the Rabbanan learn that out from Torah, Achas. What does Rebbe do with Torah Achas? He uses that, he knows that drasha from Aleh Aleh and the other Gzeir Shabbos and Babo Savani and Risham. But Rebbe, hi Torah Let me boil a look at a time of Fishim, it's in the Since the Torah made a difference between individuals and a multitude, not the whole Sibur, but a city. If an individual does, Avodazar Yechidim gets Skila, the Pichamon and Paul, since they get the more, more severe punishment, their, their death, therefore, uh, their money is not destroyed, it's saved. Uh, their Yarshim or ever, whoever would get it. And uh, Merubim, but in Irnidacha, since they have a lesser capital punishment of Saif, which isn't as severe, therefore the money is destroyed. So Yachal Nachlik becomes, I might think they have a different carbon too. Maybe, maybe uh, the individuals, uh, if they did, uh, a vote, if a whole city did a vote of Zara, Bishogay, maybe they have a different carbon too, not the carbon scale, not the, uh, not the chatos of individuals that individuals have to bring for Avodah Zara. Um, so I might think it's not the same carbon. What's the chatz there? It's a seira, as we said. Um, it's all the same. It's all, they all get the same. That whether, in other words, if it's a carbon helum double shot by Avodah Zara, then we have the special thing that they bring a parla ola and a sar lechatos. 
But if it's individuals who did Avodah Zarah, or whether it's the Irani Dachas who did Avodah Zarah, all the people in the Irani Dachas did Avodah Zarah B'Shogeg, they bring the same carbon. They bring the same carbon. Okay, Maskel Rechilkia of Nehagrunya, Oh, it's only because it says Torahachas. That's that's what you use it from to teach me that they all bring the same carbon, whether it's Irani Dachas or individuals doing Avodah Zarah B'Shogeg, they bring the same carbon. Otherwise, I would say, I would give them a different carbon. What are you going to bring? Each of these things have an individual carbon. My lice, what are they going to bring? Lice, par. Should they bring a par? Sibur, bashar mitzvah, sudamaisi. Bashar mitzvah. In other words, par, should see, but that's what they bring a par. Let them bring a kisba. Yachat, bashar mitzvah, sudamaisi. That's what an individual brings. For most carbonos that an uh, individual brings for a sin that he does, bashogate, most of those carbonos is a kisba or a sira. Sa'ir, let it bring a sa'ir, a male goat. So nasi b'sha'ar mitzvah And as we've seen, the Mephoshim say, everybody has their own individual carbon. So why would you think, what else could you give? It has to be this. There's no other choice. Um, uh, and nasi b'sha'ar mitzvah What about par l'ol b'sha'ar l'chatos? That's what the tzibur brings. When the whole tzibur does a vodazar b'sha'ar with a with a helam dover, with a paskin wrong for them, they also do, uh, they, there they bring a par l'ol and a sar l'chatos, udamaisi. Ella, my seira, what are you going to bring a seira? That's what an individual brings, a seira, when he does a vodazar So what else could you bring? Obviously, it has to bring, it has to be the same. What else could it bring? No, I still need the bora. Since the tzibur, if they paskin wrong for them, and they did the a vodazara, they bring parlo of the l'chatos. In unami, the irani dachas that did it b'shogeg, should also bring the Naisib because they bring the other way around. Maybe they'll bring a uh, a sa'ir la'ola and a par for a chatos. Maybe they should also do that. Inami, or you could say tsarf, they have to bring something, but there's nothing, there's no other carbon to designate for them because everything else is taken. And maybe they, they just can't get a kapara. Kamashwala, no, Torah they bring the same carbon as individuals, meaning a sa'ira. Okay, this is what that's what the that's how we apportion the the um the psukim. And um, that's how we have the drushes. Either, how do we know that uh, a sister, you don't do even on your wife's sister, either because Oleha, Oleha, and why do we need it? You might say, so the, don't you say, uh, we said, oh, the either whole ishti ishti, or because of a hekish. And then we had um, uh, Rava who said, no, you really don't need Oleha, Oleha for either the erva or for the tsara, because it's anyway, it's only to teach me that the tsara. It's our shaloba makom mitzvah, where it's not it's not falling to you from a brother who died. Your brother, it's not a case where your brother died with no children, and there's a case of yibam. In that case, the tzara is mutter. As we said, let's say the classic case is your mother. Your mother cannot be married to your brother because she's your father's wife. We'll talk about an exception to that today. But but um, your brother cannot. So therefore, if your mother was married to guy. Right, your mother's some guy, and 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 he died, and he had another, and he had another wife. You can marry that other wife, right? That tsara is not a. That, there's no issue of married that tsara. Okay, now the Gemara is going to ask a question. Here we get into the in, into the uh, little. I don't want to say complicated cases. They're really not that complicated. You just have to follow them. Okay, Amale Levi Larebi. Levi was a Talmud of Rebbe. He said to Rebbe, Rebbe. Why did you say 15 cases? The Misha said there's 15 cases. There's a 16th case too. Listening to Zion. There's a 16th case. What's the 16th case? So we're gonna, he's gonna describe. So Rebbe said to Levi, I think this guy's got no brain in his skull. 
I think that's a stupid question. That's what he says. My, my diet, why, why do you think there's a 16 case? Emo, and he says, Aviv, what are you thinking about? I'll tell you the case. Here's the case. Listen to this. Your father slept with a woman, right? And you're the product of that union. He didn't marry her, okay? Now that woman is your mother, right? Right? Is your mother. You got a whole cup here, boys. This is a simple one, right? Okay? Your father slept with a woman and you're the product of that. She's your mother. Your brother, your father had another son from a proper wife, whatever. Your brother married that lady. Can he marry that lady, your mother? Yes, he can. It's not his father's wife. Okay, it's a Nusasava, what we call Nusasava. So he said, okay, so your brother married that lady, right? That's your mother. And he died with no children. Okay, so what happens? Your mother falls to you even. You can't marry your mother. So that's the 16th case. That's the 16th case. And let's say your brother had another wife, you know, Zilpa or whatever. You can't marry her either. It's Saurus. Saurus, uh, uh, Saurus er, Erva, the mother's your, your mother is the Erva, the Makam Yibam. So there's a 16th case. What do you think? You think that's the case? My diet, Imon Usasavav? Imon Usasavav, put the Drabut of Rabbanan. That's a Machlokas. We had before, back on Daftalat and Aleph, can you marry your wife? Your father had a relationship, your father slept with somebody without out of marriage, out of wedlock. Can you marry her? Rabbanan said, you can. Rabbanan said, no, you can't. Rabbi says you can't marry her either. That's a machlokas. In other words, what's your issue? You're Ruvain. Okay, let's say Ruvain. Ruvain's Ruvain uh, was the product of a union with his uh, uh, that his father had with a woman that were not they were not married. Okay, and then he had a brother Shimon. He had a brother Shimon uh, that his father had from another wife from a brother wife. Now <clears throat> Shimon married this woman. Only according to Rabbanan, he could be married to her. Right to, to your mother, but according to the, uh, uh, that's only according to Rabban, according to you, you can't marry her because you can't marry. Not only cannot you marry your father's wife forever and ever, whoever he was married to, you can never marry her. Can't marry your father's relationship, your father's mistress. woman out of wedlock, but mistress. You can't call her the mistress. You can't marry your father's mistress, right? So according to so the case can never come out. According to the Rabban, the case can come out because you married your father's mistress. Right. I mean, not you, Mary, your brother married your father's mistress. It's he, your father. Your brother is the son of your father. He married his father's mistress. According to our he could do that. And then he died with no children. It turned out the mistress is your mother. So there's a 16th case. Is that the case you're talking about? But that's a machlokas, he says. Right? So Rebbe said to his to Levi, a student, uh, that's a machlokas. My daughter, that's what the case you're talking about. Your mother, who's the mistress of your father. We're not talking about cases. The 15 cases of the mission, there's no machlokas about that. Don't give me cases where there's a machlokas. That's a machlokas. That only works according to Rabbanan, not according to Buddha. Because according to Buddha, your brother could never marry your father's mistress anyway. Now, you might say, just as a point here, you might say, that's what he tells a student. I think this guy's got no brain in his skull. So here he brings down here, the Purushim, interesting, Rishonim say this like that. Um, uh, he says like, you know, what, is that a way to speak? You know, is, is that a way to talk? So <clears throat> is that a way to talk to your students? So uh, <laughs> it may not work so well today, but he asks the Kasha. Did you ever, ever have a review like that? Uh, yeah, sometimes, yeah. yeah. Listen, we have a rule. Divrei chacham benachas tishmam. The chamer says, speak nicely. That's what it says in the Mishnah. Honor your friend. It should be more your honor. Your friend's honor should be more than yours. And what is this business that we talk this way? You have a brain in your head, or oh, I think you must have been sleeping. I think Rob was half asleep when he said this. You know, things like that. What does that mean? So he says it's a good kasha. 
But the answer is, is that even though they call one of that's the way the Rabbanan fight. You know, we talk about Torah fighting, and it's a way that the, the teacher instigates his, his student to get serious and think, think carefully before you speak. Right? Don't make any mistakes. Levi was a Talmud of Rebbe, like we say. Ram says that a Rav, a Rav, a teacher, is to get angry on his students. If, if he sees that they're that they're slacking off, they're slackers. He should get angry. It doesn't mean that he's really angry at them that he's upset with you, but he mean, he should show anger uh, in order to instigate his students. And that's when you find this lush. And I think you were asleep when you said this. I think you got no brains. Think carefully before you speak. That's what he means to say. Of course, they should speak nicely. But this is a way that a, a teacher, in this case, Rebbe was a teacher of Levi. So he said that to him. Okay, but in any case, do we have that 16th case? He says, well, you have a 16th case, but only according to Rabbana and not according to Yehuda. And we're not talking about machlokas. There's no machlokas here. Is that what the, at the case? Or the Lokamari says the Gemara. We're not talking about machlokas. And below, Yisr Mitzvah Yisr Kedusha. Later on, we're going to talk about in the second paragraph. Yisr Mitzvah means that, <clears throat> for example, Yisr Mitzvah, for example, you can't marry your mother. Can you marry your grandmother? The Torah doesn't forbid you from marrying your grandmother. But the rabbi said, don't, right? That's called Yisr Mitzvah. The rabbi's added on. So what do you do in that case? You get, let's say your grandmother fell to you, Chalitza. Right, you had a grandmother. Felt you, you can work out a case very simply. Right, your brother, uh, you know, brother from father was married to your, you know, your grandmother on your mother's side, whatever. Right, and then he died with no children, and he felt when he say died, mean no children. That's what we're talking about. Yibam. And and uh, he felt to yibam. Your grandmother fell. So what do you do? Give her chalitza, because men Torah, you really need yibam. It's not a forbidden in the Torah. So Rabbi said, give chalitza. Okay, that's Mr. Kedusha is for example. Let's say your brother was married to a mamzeris. Kedushin's chal according to most. Right. And uh, fell to Yibim. You're not, you technically, as the Cholosa say, the mitzvah of Yibim should be the Cholosa say of marrying a Mamzeres. The rabbi said, do Chalitza. Okay, so Mariah Mitzvah is a Kedusha, the Pligi Rabbi Kiva Rabbanan. The Rabbanan say that even, uh, uh, for example, we know today for Kohen marries a Grusha, the child is not a Mamzer. But according to Rabbi Kiva, it is a Mamzer because he holds even Chayv Yelabim, Chayv is Chayv Mamzer, and Kedushin is not Chal. So again, that would only work according to. Right, and that 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 case is mentioned. We talk about Isra Mitzvah Nisik Dusha, even though that's a machlokus whether you do Yibna. According to Bekiva, there is no Yibna, but they can't have Yibna because the Kedushin is not Chal. Your brother can't be married to, you understand, the Kedushin is not Chal. The, the Kedushin doesn't work over there. So there can't be an Isra of Kedusha of a case like that because you're, because if your brother marries Mamzeris, there's no marriage. So if he dies, there's no Yibam because there's no marriage, right? Yibam is only when there's a marriage, not when a guy has a mistress. So that's a machlok. Then we're talking about an our, our parak. That case is in the next parak. The Isra Kedusha and Isra Mitzvah we'll talk about in detail later on. But in this parak, there's no machlok. So he answered Levi, he says, what do you have to, hak minish kachayinik, as we say, right? What do you give me a case with a 16 case? That only works according to Rabbanan, and we're not dealing, not according to Rabbanan, and we don't want machlok. Either is machlok. No. That's machlok in the next parak. In this parak, there's no machlok. So, oh, yeah? But Beishamai, Metir, and Sotzar, we're going to have later on in this parak, Beishamai holds totally different than we've learned till now. He learned that the tsara is mutter, tsaras erva. Your daughter fell to even your brother was married to your daughter. Your brother died. Your daughter fell to even You can't marry your daughter, but the tsara you could marry. Totally different than we've learned until now. Rabbi Beishamai learns differently. And that's in this paragraph. Beishamai materna satsaras lachan, basil osrin. This is more says Beishamai, makam basil ain't a mission. It's not considered a mission. It's not considered learning. In other words, we have we don't want any machlokus in this parak. And that's why the 16 case is not there. Because otherwise, the 16 case does work. Ah, the Gemara says, What about this? What's the Let's quickly say a simple case. Ruben dies, right? 
Ruin dies, no children. And after he dies, his mother gave birth to Levi, let's call him. All right. Now Levi grows up and now he's old enough to uh, perform Yibam. He's now 20 years old, let's say. And she's still waiting. The, the, the woman, Leah, is still waiting. Can Levi marry her? No, because it's Eshach Shalomo. It's on, plus it says, Ki they have to share the world at the same time. Levi and, and Reuven were never in the same world. Understand, Reuven died, no children, left Leah, and there was nobody else, right? Nobody else. Now he didn't, he didn't, right? Nobody else. Meanwhile, she could have gotten married, right? let's assume. Or let's say there's another brother, Shimon. Let's say there's another brother. When Reuven died, he had a brother, Shimon. Okay, now that's what we're going to talk about now. And Shimon is here ready to perform Yibam. And then Levi is born. Now, Levi cannot do Yibam because it's Eshav Shodolomo. Okay, so Shimon marries her. Shimon marries her. Okay, Shimon marries her. Later on, Shimon dies. Again, she dies means no children, right? That's no children. Can Levi marry her? No. Why? Because Levi is Eshav Achav Shaloya Balomo. It's as if Reuben died with children. He didn't share a wall with him. Okay. That's a machlokas. What do we mean? Machlokas. The pleading of Shimon Rabbonan. Later on, we're going to have some machlokas from Rabbonan. Listen to this case. Listen to this case. Remember, Reuben died with no children. Left her brother Shimon. Then Levi was born. Listen to what Rabbi Shimon says. Rabbi Shimon says, listen very carefully. If, if Shimon married, married Leah, the, the widow, before Levi was born. So when Levi was born, he was not the, there was the, the, she wasn't the widow. She was, he wasn't, she was, she was already married to Shimon. And then later on, Shimon dies again. Then what happens? Levi could make Yibum because that's what, that's Rabbi Shimon. The Rabbonans say no. Levi did not share a ring with Ruvain. It makes it when Ruvain died, whether Shimon had all, when the time Levi was born, if Shimon was already married to her or not, it makes no difference. Levi can never marry Reuben. It's like Reuben died with children and Levi can never marry her forever and ever. No matter how many people she's married to, no matter what happens, Levi can never marry her because it's Eish Yisachim Shaloyo Balamo. That's the Rabbana. But it's forever, forever. It's like, it's like, it's like his, as if a brother died with children. If your brother died with children, you can never marry his wife no matter what happens. That's the Rabbana say. Rab Shimon says, listen, Rab Shimon says, that's only the case if when Levi was born, she was still Zukuka. She was still what we call a Yavama, right? She was still waiting. Uh, you know, she was waiting to get, get Yibam, right? She was she was a Machakele Yibam, right? That's what that's then then Levi can never marry her. But if when Levi was born, Shimon had already performed Yibam, even though Levi did not share a world with Ruvain. Then he says that he could marry her. If, if later on Shimon dies, Levi could marry her. He could marry her. Oh, so there is a machlokas. The pleader of Shimon Rabbanan, there is a machlokas about Mekhtani, and you learned that, right? So what do you mean there's no machlokas in our Mishnah? First you say there's no machlokas, and then you say there is a machlokas. That's in the next pair. Then you say you got Beishamah, who argues about the whole thing, and he says, Ah, Beishamah doesn't count. Then you say, what about this? What about Eshach Shlomo? That's a machlokas. And Rabbi Machlok's Victani, the answer is, but no, so if even low polig, ah, even Rabbi Shimon doesn't argue if what? If Levi was born and then afterwards Shimon married her. See, Ruvain died. After the funeral, his mother gave birth and then Shimon married her. So even Levi, even there, Rabbi Shimon is moda that since Levi came into the world and his and his sister in law, his Dalmana of Ruvain was Kukali Yivum. She was waiting for Yibum. He can never marry her. So he says, but no little, but so if Yibum, if he was born and then Shimon married her, even if Shimon died later on, even even if Shimon's mode over there, the lady can never marry her. You understand? This is, okay. 
I, okay, so, okay, so there's no machlokas. I have a Ravoshia, listen to this. Cholika, you're Shimon Afri Shona. He says, no, Rav Shimon, according to Ravoshia, Rav Shimon argued in both cases, whether it was Yibam or Sof, no, that meaning if Shimon performed the Yibam after Ruvain died and then Levi was born, or if Levi was born before Shimon performed, either way, Rabbi Shimon holds that what? According to Rav Shimon, Rabbi Shimon holds that Levi could marry her. Levi could marry uh, Leah eventually when Shimon dies, either way after Shana. Oh, he tells her Ravosha. was refuted. So forget that. So we're, again, our mission, there's no machlokas. Okay. Ivor, maybe you know Rav. Now listen carefully. The Chaintan Rabchia learned the following thing about our Mishnah. Bakulin, in all 15 cases, I I can call them. What does that mean? What does that mean? In all 15 cases, I can give you an example. Listen carefully, where you could have two sisters, two sisters fall to two brothers. We'll call the brothers uh, Levi, and Shem, Levi and Yehuda, fall to two brothers. Yeah, listen carefully. They, they, you can have two sisters who fall to two brothers, and the brothers can perform even more chalitza. What do we mean by that? Remember I said yesterday, we talked about yesterday. Listen to this case. Reuben and Shimon are married to two sisters, right? And they both die in a car accident, right? Leah and Rachel, they fall to Levi. What's the halacha? According to Rabbi Shimon said yesterday, Litzroar tells you, no, it's also no yib, no chalitza. Because that's what he learns out from Litzroar, that when two sisters become tsaras to one another, this is not the case we've been talking about the first few days that what? That they both were married to one guy. You have a woman and a tsar married to one guy. Here they were married to two separate people. Reuben and Shimon, Reuben and Shimon had two wives, Leah and Rachel respectively. And they both, and Reuben and Shimon died in a car accident. Now Rachel and Leah fall to Levi. What's the halacha? Rav Shimon says, no, you no chalitza, let's roar. The Rabbanans say, no. It, what's the yisr? Achos kukaso. It's not achos ishto. Achos ishto is an erva, right? Your wife's sister, you can't marry your wife's sister. If she's your wife, you can't marry her sister. But over here, it's not your wife. It's, it's, it's kuka. Both Rachel and Leah are zakuk to Levi. So what's halacha there? Chalitza. Technically, you could perform yibum. You could perform yibum. Achos kukaso is not minatora. So minatora, there's yibum. But the rabbi said, don't do it. Do chalitza. Okay, that's when there's one brother, Levi. Let's say, let's say there's Levi and Yehuda. Okay, let's, you understand? Reuben and Shimon married to two sisters and the two sisters, and, and Reuben and Shimon die. And now, and these two sisters fall to Levi and Yehuda. Levi and Yehuda, right? Now, what, what can you do in that case? Is there a problem over there? So he says, you know what? In that case, each, each one is a chotzku kaso. Levi, according to Levi, both sisters are chotzku kaso. And according to, Yehuda right? So what would you say? Chalitza. That's what I said. According to Rabbani, either one, one does chalitza on one, one does chalitza on the other. Okay? Or, or technically, one could do chalitza on both because they're two separate zikot. One is falling from Reuben, one's calling from Shimon, right? If let's, right? In, in the case of Levi, where there's only Levi, what is he supposed to do? Two sisters fall him. He does chalitza on both because chalitza on one, chalitza on one is just for one brother. You had another wife, the other brother had another wife. So here we have, let's say it's Levi and Yehuda, they also have to do chalitza. But one second, let's say, let's say, I'm going to complicate it more. The two sisters who were married to Reuben and Shimon, married to Reuben and Shimon, they fell now to Levi and Yehuda. They died in a car accident. Now we have two brothers, Levi and Yehuda. Now Levi and Yehuda, if, it, if that's a simple case, well, each one is a chalitza. Let's say, though, one of these two sisters was Levi's mother-in-law. It can happen, right? It's married to her mother. And the other sister was Yehuda's mother-in-law. Well, since Yehuda can't marry his mother-in-law, 
So is the other sister a chotzku kaso? No, because she's not zakatim. She's an ervatim. She's his mother-in-law. Yehuda has a mother. One of the two sisters is the mother-in-law. So Yehuda can marry the other sister. Why? Because only one sister felt it even. Reuben and Shimon died. They, they had two sisters. These are two sisters. There are always two sisters here. But one of the sisters was Yehuda's mother-in-law. So Yehuda can't marry her. He can marry the other sister. You don't say chalitza. You could do even or chalitza. Chalitza is almost bemis. The other sister was Levi's mother-in-law. So he can, he can marry the other sister who's not his mother-in-law. You understand? That's what he means over here. Look in case. In all 15 cases, I can show you a case where Levi and Yehuda, the two surviving brothers, she's also to one, his mother-in-law, or his daughter-in-law, are all 15 cases. The long Rashi over here gives you all 15 cases, describes each one. It's his mother-in-law or it's his daughter-in-law. Right, daughter-in-law. So it's mutter to one, us to the other, and it's it's their it's her sister. They're both sisters falling yibam together. Cholet says, "Oh, Miss You understand? If it's only one brother, Levi, and it's two sisters, fell to him, and he can marry either one. So we say over there, chalitza, because achotz kukato. But over here, if you look at Levi and Yehuda individually, the the two women two women fell here, but one is not zakuk to him. One you can't marry because it's his mother-in-law or his daughter-in-law or his sister-in-law. And therefore, he can marry the other one. So he says, listen, in all 15 cases, this works out. Again, look at the Gemara. And it's his sister, who is his Rabbi Yudah says, you know, and that's not all 15 cases. I'm only, if you look back in the Mishnah, the first six cases, what are the first six cases? His daughter, if his daughter fell to him, talk about a daughter out of wedlock, Ubasbito, his granddaughter, Baspano, Basishto, Baspano, Basma, all the daughters and granddaughters. He says, we're not going to look at the first six cases. We'll take it only from the seventh case and on. In other words, only nine cases from the from the seventh case and on. Rabbi Yudah says, you know why? The first six, low, my time, I'll tell you why. Because the first case is your daughter, right? And your daughter, it only works out where it's out of wedlock. Your daughter, you, you can't have a case of two sisters, right, of two sisters who fall to you, Yibam, fall, let's say, to you and Levi, who fall to Yibam, and it's in wedlock. Why? Because how could you have two sisters over here married to the two brothers? If it's two sisters, right? From two sisters from the mother's side, obviously, because if, if they're from the father's side, they have the same father. So we're talking two sisters from the mother's side. But if, let's say, Reuben and Shimon, who were married to two sisters, if it was in wedlock, if Reuben had a daughter with, uh, with, some, with Leah and he had a, had a daughter over there, Shimon cannot marry her, right? Shimon can, you can never marry your brother's wife. So it had to be out of wedlock. What happened was Reuben slept with somebody, had a girl, and Shimon also slept with somebody. Shimon, the brother, also slept. They took turns with this girl, right? And that's that you could do that. You just can't marry, you can't sleep with your brother's wife if there was a child. But if it wasn't your brother's wife, your brother's mistress, you could. Your brother had a mistress, right? And you slept with her. And your brother, your, your brother's mistress. You're not supposed to. Obviously, you're supposed to get married, but you could. Halachically, there's no there's no low sase in there, right? You're not over on an iser if you did. It's a, you're over an iser of Kadesh. You're not supposed to live with anybody unless you're married to them. But there's no. But but it's not like an erva. It's not like you're married your brothers. If your brothers, uh, if it's your brother's wife, then you're chayiv karis. 
for living with her. Okay, so and so the case of your daughter, if your daughter, you talk about two sisters who fell from Reuben and Shimon to Levi and Yehuda, like the case we talked about, right? Reuben and Shimon each had a daughter. Well, how were they sisters? They were sisters from the mother's side, right? But if they're sisters from the mother's side and Reuben and Shimon were both married to her, that doesn't work because Reuben and Shimon cannot marry the same wife. So he had to be out of wedlock. So he says, since that first case, it only works out out of wedlock and not so lomish kachla, but a suin kamari, we're only talking about marriage, but so kamari. So I could say that the mission, the case of the mission, are only talking about marriage. And therefore, the 15 cases that we want to say works out with two sisters and Yehuda can marry one and Levi can marry the other one doesn't work out if the daughter was in, in wedlock. So he says, I'm going to take out the daughter and I'll take out the other five along with it, which also talk about daughters and granddaughters, et cetera. But Bayim talking about him says, no, I'm going to also. Even if it could work out this case of Yanusa. So again, like I said, Reuben and Shimon both slept with the same woman. They had what? They each had a daughter. The daughters had the same mother, right? And those daughters, what happened? They married, they married, uh, let's say, Levi and Yehuda, right? Levi and Yehuda died now. And now they fell back. Those girls fell back to Reuben and Shimon. Reuben can't marry his own daughter, but he can marry the other one. Shimon can marry his own daughter, he can marry the other one. So in all those cases, yeah, the, the, uh, so Rabbi says, so the works out. You can have a case. I'm just, Rabbi said, all 15 cases in the Mishnah work out. You can have this case where it's two sisters and one can marry one brother, one can marry the other brother. Why? Because it's not a chotz kukato, even though they're sisters, because one, one is forbidden to you. One is your mother-in-law or one is your daughter or one is your daughter-in-law. and it's a daughter-in-law to Yehuda, but it's nothing to Levi. And the other one is a, is a daughter-in-law to Levi, nothing to Yehuda. What about this case? That doesn't work out. My timer. Now, this is the Rashi, about 10 lines from the bottom of the page, if you see the Rashi inside. In this case, we have Reuben Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, Yisachar, and Zvulun. Because here we have to talk about another brother in each case. Besides Reuben and Shimon and Levi and Yehuda, we have to have a brother who was born afterwards. So according to Rab Shimon, remember Rab Shimon said, what did Rab Shimon say at the top of the page? That if, if when the brother was born after, if Levi was born after Reuven died, if Shimon had already married the Almana, then, and later on Shimon dies, Levi could marry her. That only works out. So this case works out only, only works out according to Rab Shimon, as Rashi explains. Lo, my time, it doesn't work out according to Rabbanon because according to Rabbanon, they say that no matter who, Levi, if it's born after Reuven died, it's forbidden forever and ever. But Pluto Lokamai, we're not talking about a machlokis in our mission. And in other words, the 15 cases that we're saying can work out with two sisters and one can marry one brother, one can marry the other brother because they're not, it's not skukoso because it's only one is an heir to one, one is an heir to the other. So each one can marry the one who's not an heir to him. So and it only works out in the last case of H Sakhshalam only works out according to Rab Shimon, not according to the Rabbanan. So we're not talking about Lokus Rab Safar Matagam Afesh Sakhshalamo. It could talk, even you can take you could say the 15th case is that case, and it works out with six brothers, Ali with Rab Shimon. And if you just take a second to look in Rashi, Rashi says, Ash Shalom, ten lines from the other page, Shimon. The, uh, right, the Shari B'yibam L'Sof no, because he says, if Shimon married her before, remember, before Levi was born, it works out. The Simonach and the Simon is, Meis no L'Yavah, Meis no L'Yavah. The Gemara says that too. I'm reading the Mirashi, but that's, those are the next words of the Gemara too at the top of the page. The Simon is, Meis no L'Yavah. What happened? Ruvain died. Ruvain and Shimon, the Levi Yehuda, Ben Yaakov, were all the four brothers from Yaakov. 
They married two sisters. Reuben died. And now the fifth brother was born, Yisachar. Yisachar was born now. He can never marry Leah, right? Can never marry Leah. Why? Because he was born after Reuben died. Okay. Now Levi, Levi married her, right? After Yisachar was born. In other words, Shimon married her, right? Shimon married her. Levi married her. And now Shimon was married to the other brother, to the other sister, Rachel, died. Now Yehuda married her. Levi married the Almana of, of Ruben, and Yehuda married the Almana of Shimon. Now Levi and Yehuda both died. And who's left now? Yisachar and Zvulun. Now Yisachar cannot marry the one of Ruvain. Why? Because he was born, when he was born, she was still an Almana. She was not remarried, but he could marry the one of Yehuda. Because when Yehuda's why? Because right? Because when Yehuda's uh, wife died, when Yehuda died, he was born already. And Zvulun, who was born after, was born after Levi married the, the Almana of uh, Ruvain, right? He could marry, he could marry the Almana of Ruvain according to Rab Shimon. So that could work out, but that only works out according to Rab Shimon, not according to Rabbanan. Because according to Rabbanan, neither Zvulun nor Yisachar can marry other, any one of them because they were born. Posthumously, they were born. They were born after the other ones died. So it only works out Rab Shimon. So what do you see over here? You see over here. That's the case. Simon at the top of the of Yud. Mace no the of them. Reuben died. Then Yisachar was born. Then Levi married Reuben's wife. And then Mace another time. Yehuda died. No lights. Zvulun was born. The Yibam. And uh, I mean, uh, right? Then right? And um, Shimon died rather. Mace is Shimon. Shimon died. Then Zvulun was born. And then Yehuda married her, and that works out according to Shimon. So what do you see? It works out. Here you have a case according to Chia, fifteen cases that works out with two sisters can marry the two two remaining brothers, whether it's Yisachar and Zvulun or Yehuda or Levi and Yehuda. Why? Because each one is forbidden to one of them and permitted to the other one. So this right, you know, it's not a it's not a chol tzukrosa that you have to give chalitza to because you could marry the other one. It's not an error to you. So it does work out on the machlo because Almas is rushing the second line. Alma turned the so you see, there is a machlok. All this is trying to prove, why didn't you say the 16 case? Levi, Levi, the Levi, not Levi in, our, in the cases. Levi asked Rebbe, why can't you have a 16 case? And Rebbe says, what are you, you got no brain in your head? He says, we're not talking about machlokus over here. There is a machlokus. This works out of machlokus. So the answer is, Ella takes out Ella. The Rebbe, honey, call you less. Rebbe said this. Rebbe added on. He says, you know what? In all 15 cases, I could show you I could show you a case where it works out two sisters, fell yibam, and they can each get married. Not a chotzkukaso, the yefti of chalitza. Two sisters fell yibam, and one can marry one, one can marry the other. But it only works out, it only works out uh, in the case of Eshach Shalomo, according to Rab Shimon. So you see that the, our Mishnah does deal with the machlokas. So he says, our Mishnah is our Mishnah. Rabbi is saying that all 15 cases of Mishnah also work out to this. I don't hold to that, Rabbi says. Rabbi, the author of our Mishnah, or editor of our Mishnah, Hani Chloe Wesley, he doesn't hold it. This business about all 15 cases in the Mishnah, all 15 cases in the Mishnah also work out to be a case of two sisters can marry two remaining brothers because one is an error to one, one's an error to the other. You know what? Uh, I don't hold to that. I hold the 15 cases and there's no machlokus in our Mishnah. 
No machlokus in our Mishnah. I Aishas of Shalei Bulamas in our Mishnah, and there's a machlokus with Rav Shimon about that. Yes, but in the case of Nola the Sof Yibam, if Levi was born after Ruben died, and uh, Shimon then married the Almana Leah, married Almana Leah, even Rav Shimon holds that Levi can never marry. He only says that Levi can marry Ruben's Almana if, when Levi was born, Shimon had already married Leah, but otherwise not. So you could say there's no machlokus on a mission. I dismiss the Rav here, this all complicated case with two sisters. He doesn't know that. That's a Rebbe, honey, Chloe, Leslie, Leslie. That's, that's where we're ending right now. Now, tomorrow's Gemara is going to say different answers, better answers. What was, again, what was the understand the Kasha? Kasha was, why don't you add the 16th case? What's the 16th case? If your brother married your father's mistress, your brother married your father's mistress, and he died, so, and, and that mistress was your mother, so there's a case of, a 16th case, right? So he said, that's a, so he says, no, that's only according to Rabbanan, but not according to Rabbi It doesn't work according to Rabbi Yudah. One of the answers we're going to see tomorrow is that our Mishnah must be according to Rabbi Yudah. And our Mishnah, he brings proof that our Mishnah is Rabbi Yudah. How can you ask me a kasha from the Rabbanan? Our Mishnah is Rabbi Yudah. Remember, according to Rabbanan, a man cannot marry his father's mistress. So it can never work out that your brother Shimon, your roommate, your brother Shimon, can never marry your father's mistress, who's your mother. And then if he dies, your mother would fall to you. That can't work out because he can't marry your father's mistress according to Rabbanan, only according to Yudah. And our, I, 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 only according to Rabbi Yudah, you can. According to Rabbanan, you can. But our Mishnah is Rabbi Yudah. So, it's a, so not only that it, our mission is not dealing with the machlokas, our mission is Rabbiuda, and Rabbiuda holds mm-hmm. you can never do that, so it wouldn't work out. That's one of the answers we'll see tomorrow. But the kasha over here was, why didn't you say the 16 case? Well, our mission is not talking about machlokas, and better is a machlokas. No, <laughs> you know, mission is talking about machlokas, and, and this 15, these 15 cases that you say work out with two sisters that you have to say it's born from Shimon. I don't hold to that business. Our mission is 15 cases. I don't have to have that the 15 cases also work out with two sisters could fall even to you and lady and they could perform even more I don't have to say that. That's the first answer. Rebbe, honey, Chloe, Leslie. All right, we'll pick up from here tomorrow, Mr. Shem, uh, the second line there. It's Kedai to see the Ashi inside. You got to go over it a few times. But the very simple case is the last case, Kalosa, your daughter-in-law. What happened? <clears throat> Reuben and Shimon each had a son. They each were married, right? They each were married. They died. And then Yehuda and Levi, Yehuda and Levi, Reuben and Shimon's brothers, married those two girls, right? Married your, your nephew's wives. And then they died. So one, so now you have two daughters-in-law fell to these two brothers. Reuben can marry Shimon's daughter-in-law, and and uh, Shimon can marry Lady's daughter. That can work out, right? You can have cases like that. so. The, all fifteen cases really do work out. You have to see the Rashi inside. Otherwise, it's just a dream. <laughs> have a good day. Call to. Okay. Anomalous there. Yeah. Go ahead.